A little over six months ago, the United States officially determined the coronavirus a national emergency. We saw sports across the board in the spring getting shut down without any knowledge of what might come in the future. Now, as we enter the fall sports season, there is still that uncertainty for action among college and high school athletes. My name is Wilner Lewis, the sports director of WSCU. And I want to welcome you to our feature story about fall athletics in the state of New Jersey. WSU Sports sat down and interviewed five different people from various areas of sports to discuss the virus and how it affected their program. These individuals include Casey Goff, the head football coach at TCNJ, Allison Yeager, the head volleyball coach at Seton Hall, Fawd Nasser, a distance runner for Princeton's track and field team, Lizzie Wynn, a golfer at Seton Hall, and Zachary Young, a high school football player at Pennington School in New Jersey. Four of these individuals saw their season be paused indefinitely because of the pandemic. For the athletes, it was a decision that was unfortunate, but one that was understandable. The Ivy League was the first Division I league who decided to cancel fall sports because of the pandemic. Fawd, an athlete in the league, discussed how he responded when the conference decided to cancel. It was very unfortunate because I felt like I was just starting to, to pick up on college training. Uh, I was in the best stretches of my life uh, uh, athletically. And, um, you know, having, having the season cut, um, we were actually the first conference to announce the cancellation of the spring semester and spring, uh, spring athletics. It really, it really, um, you know, hit me. Uh, it really hit me hard. And um, I knew that I still could not be feeling, uh, I should say, disappointed, but rather uh, I, I took this as an opportunity to continue um, strengthening and progressing my, my strides that I've made thus far to continue the mojo going and work all throughout quarantine. And um, this is kind of where I find myself here today. Uh, you know, after months of being at home, um, just training, uh, just working out how to navigate the life of a student athlete during quarantine, I'm again, still very hungry, still very committed, very focused on what the future has to hold. Uh, I'm looking forward to hopefully joining my teammates back again, whenever that is, we can compete. And knowing that the next time I step the line, I'll be ready. The Ivy League is known as being a trend center due to being proactive in the spring when they were also the first conference to cancel their basketball tournament. The league's idea of thinking of head translated into the fall, and Lizzie acknowledged how a friend that she has in the league helped her to expect the inevitable. The week that it was announced fall sports were being canceled. I had a meeting. Like I, I had a, so I'm in the SAC, like the Seton Hall SAC group. And I had a meeting with Roberto, who's, you know, our SAC advisor. And he kind of hinted towards like, that was the direction they were going. And that was kind of the first I heard of it. So I kind of already knew it was coming. And I wasn't entirely shocked, like at all, just because, you know, in the spring, the Ivy League did one thing and everyone followed what basically they did and I have a good friend that plays in the Ivy League and she was telling me all the things that they were going through and how they had already canceled the fall and I kind of already saw how the succession of things were gonna fall into place after that so I wasn't entirely shocked obviously it's upsetting that we don't get to play but at this point it's just more focused on what you can do individually to prepare for what we hope will happen in the spring and we can only sit here and wait and like I said, hope that we're going to play in, in the spring and, you know, work towards that and come up with other higher goals that you can work towards in order to get there. But my initial reaction was it wasn't much, which is probably not what you want to hear, but I kind of already saw it happening. And so it didn't come as much of a surprise to me as it might have to, you know, other people. 
While the decision to postpone sports in the fall was difficult for athletes, it was even more difficult for coaches who had to figure out the emotions and responses from multiple players and coaches. Coach Yeager discussed her initial reactions to the news and how the team reacted when they found out. Disappointed, but not surprised. Um, It's something that we have been keeping up to date, especially with our student athletes and with our team. We have Zoom calls once a week. We stay in constant communication with, with the girls on the team. And we knew as soon as it got announced that the Big East was going conference only, we knew that it was kind of like a kick the can uh, to possibly our season being postponed or canceled. Um, so we made sure that we communicated very clearly, um, quickly and well with the girls to make sure that they understood that the chances of us having a season are very unlikely. Um, so it wasn't, like I said, it wasn't a surprise. It's definitely disappointing. We work so hard all year round for these very special four, four months out of the year. And although the division and sport that they coach might be different, Coach Goff had a similar reaction to Coach Yeager when the news was official that TCNJ football would have to wait to play competition. We've actually had a little longer uh, to deal with it um, and kind of uh, come to terms with it as much as possible. We actually made the decision as an institution back in June. Um, so before the NJAC even made that announcement, TCNJ had already you know, come to the conclusion that uh, you know, playing football wouldn't be really in the best interest of our student body um, and, and, and our student athletes. Um, you know, obviously we, we took it hard. Um, I think, uh, you know, when you get the information initially, you don't necessarily think about it in a rational way. You just say, oh, crap, we can't play football, <laughs> you know, and, and, and that's what's ingrained in us as, as coaches and, and as, as players. I mean, you, you, you want to be out there doing what you love, um, you know, but as, as you had a little time to really let it process and sink in and think about about all the different things that are in play, you know, it really was uh, the best the best decision. Um, so, you know, it hasn't – I don't know that it's made it easier to come to grips with it. I mean, obviously, we would still all – we all want to be out there practicing. I want to be at practice right now. Um, you know, but this is the, the situation that we're in, and we have to adapt to it, adjust, and, and just get ourselves ready for whatever the next steps may be. Um, so I think it was uh, it's the right decision. It's a good decision. Um, that doesn't always make it easy, but, um, you know, we just you just have to come to terms with it and we've got to move on and we've got to adjust. It's not all bad news for sports in New Jersey, though. While collegiate sports are up in the air right now, high school teams are finding a way to play this season with outdoor sports still happening around a month later from their normal start. September 14th was the first day that football and girls tennis, among other sports, were able to practice and October 2nd is the tentative start date for a football regular season to start. It will be a weird year for sure, and while people might question the decision due to the potential health risks that players might face, Zach is honestly ready to get back to action. I'm just excited about playing football. I mean, yes, there's a little bit of worry in there, just like, you know, of everyone's safety, but I think that personally everything will be fine, you know, hoping and crossing my fingers just – Really hoping to get on the field and play some play some football and just compete at a high level. The anticipation of playing is something that is expressed by many athletes across every level in the state and country. Being able to do something that you have fun doing and that you enjoy is something that everyone, 
not just athletes, dream of doing. However, with sports currently, there is a level of safety that has to be recognized, and it's the situation that Coach Golf brought up. Like I said, I, I guess all I can say is fingers crossed. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I think everybody else kind of made the decision to listen. Um, you know, we, we have no idea what's going. The only consistent thing with this with this COVID situation has been there's no nothing's consistent. Everything is constantly changing. You know, and I think everybody's you know, the thought process before we, we get into, a, you know, the contact sport of, of contact sports, we better, maybe we should have a little better handle on this thing. Um, you know, because we certainly don't want to get into a situation where you start up, have to stop and send everybody home. You know, I think that's worst case scenario for some of the schools that are, that are trying to open. Um, you know, they bring kids in and then all of a sudden you have to shut it down where we've already, we're set up, we're adapted, we're ready for online. Our professors are prepared. We, we've, our kids have access to all our resources. Um, you know, I just, I, for everyone's sake, I hope it, I hope it works. You know, I, I, I hope they're able to do it in a manner that um, they keep the kids safe, the staff safe, um, the administrators safe, students safe. You know, that's, that's it. Just trying to remain optimistic on that, on their plans. Mm-hmm. Coach Yeager also brought up how the safety of the student athletes are important and something that has to be in play when deciding to play or not. When it comes down to it, the student athlete safety is always, always, always number one priority. And I just agree that it's not safe for these teams to be out and about right now and traveling and competing. And I have continued to tell our girls that as much as we love volleyball and they are here to be students first and volleyball players second, that this pandemic is bigger than division one volleyball. It's something that we have to make sure we keep all of them safe. That's always a number one priority. So um, I, I respect this virus very, very much. And uh, I just want to keep the girls safe. And I do truly believe that not having a season is the best way to keep them safe. A lot is talked about the physical health of a student athlete when discussing to play during the pandemic, but there are also other factors that could damage a player just as bad. The fact that you're unable to be around your teammates can lead to issues both logistically and mentally. For Lizzie, it was something that her and her teammates had to deal with throughout the summer. We have three internationals on the team. And so there's only five girls around on campus these days because our international students aren't coming back for the fall. So it's a bit difficult, especially because they're six hours ahead of us. Um, so I try to keep the team updated in events that are happening. Like, for example, we have a, we have an event tonight that all student athletes have to attend. So obviously any updates I'll give to them. Um, the, so do the team that's like here. So Maddie, Mia, Sarah, Sasha, and me are the people, the Americans that are here. Um, and Sasha, who's our freshman, she's stuck on campus and I, we feel really bad cause we can't, it's not like we can just reach out to her and be like, Hey, you want to go play? Like she's stuck on campus. So mm-hmm. I feel really bad, but with the other girls that are here and they're living off campus, you know, um, like sometimes we can make tea times. We can go play together. Me and Maddie played 18 holes together yesterday. It's just a matter of reaching out and hoping that everyone's schedules line up so we can go practice together and just keeping everyone in check about what's going on at school, I think is really important just so they don't get totally off like topic and off centered from what the overarching goal is, which for the returning seniors, you know, is to win Big East in the spring. So it's been weird trying to balance, you know, kind of trying to keep the team in check and also trying to keep myself in check, especially since it's the first week of school and I already have a lot of things due in the past like, two weeks. 
you know, moving in, ending my summer classes, starting my classes, having all these academic meetings for athletics, everything's just like compiling on top of each other. And just, I don't know, it's been stressful, but I've been able to deal with it pretty well. So it's an interesting way to live. The mental health of athletes was also a topic of discussion for Coach Yeager when she talked with WSU Sports. And she outlined how her team is finding ways to combat that issue. Volleyball really motivates them and they know that, you know, they have to stay mentally mentally healthy and they have to make sure they get their work done in the classroom before they step foot out on the volleyball court. They know that that's something we really ingrain into their heads with everything. So, you know, we talk a lot. We're a very, very close team. When we have Zoom meetings during this whole entire pandemic and they were they were at home, we tried to be as creative as we could to keep up with the team chemistry and to, to keep us all connected. My biggest goal when this whole pandemic hit was to keep us united as a team, to keep them interested, to have them want to come back, for them to feel that they were safe. Um, and I do believe that we, we did that all along. Um, they're all back, none of them, because there's, there's an option now that if people want to opt out and go home, um, athletes can do that. They keep their scholarship and they just go home because they don't feel that their environment is safe. I don't have any girls that are doing that right now. Um, they all want to be here. They want to be with each other. They want to keep team chemistry going. The freshmen want to get to know everybody, everybody, the upperclassmen want to get to know the freshmen and they want to get going, you know? So, um, they're all in the, in the right mindset and they're just, they're very eager to, to get in the gym with each other and start playing volleyball. And from the athlete's point of perspective, Fod recognized the effort that his coach was giving to check on all aspects of the athlete's life. After, after we all left campus, uh, we had a team meeting with my coach and my other fellow athletes. Uh, you know, there's only so much we can do um, during a time like this, during a pandemic. Um, so our coach, of course, as much as he's, um, uh, he's committed to our safety, uh, and, and our athletic abilities, our athletic excellence. Um, I think it was best on his end for his decision that he had made was to just take some time off and um, just ensure that we're healthy, you know, mentally, spiritually, physic physically. And um, we just took some time off, uh, of course, in the crazy pandemic and the crazy mist of things. And um, it wasn't until I would say a couple of weeks uh afterwards where we finally decided okay we could we can start rolling the ball again for these players and coaches while they might have seen their season cut there is still a potential for their respective sports to make a return in the spring the ivy league and the biggies have announced that they will look at returning fall sports when tom moves a little closer to the spring or the beginning of 2021 no matter what time it comes back, Fodd stated that he is ready for anything when sports return. Coach Goff expressed those same sentiments about his football team, knowing that they have to be responsible if they want a season in the spring. And as for Coach Yeager, the chance of playing in the spring is something that she definitely thought about. Oh, I'm, uh, I'm very torn about it only because I want what's best for, for the, for the girls. And um, I don't know if it's best, if it's limited, I don't know if they're getting everything out of what they came here to get. If we only have, if we're only playing half of the league, if we're split into two divisions with, with the big East, um, if they're not allowing us to have a preseason and we only end up playing 
10 to 12 matches. I don't know. I, you know, if, if we're playing for something, if the Big East approves us to have a Big East tournament and we're playing for something, I definitely, definitely would want a season. Um, I definitely think it's worth it. If it comes out that we can only just play to play and we're not necessarily playing for uh, a Big East championship or an NCAA tournament, I don't know. I, I just think um, it's, a, it's, it's a waste of a season. It's a waste of an eligibility year. Um, and I just, I want the girls to have the best experience. That, that's always my goal when I recruit them. And that's, that's the promises I make to, to them when they come here on visits and they sit across my desk with their parents is that I want them to walk away after four years being like, that was the best four years of my life. And I just don't know if I can keep that promise if we play in spring and it's a very limited season. And lastly, for Zach, who is currently the lone person that WSU Sports interviewed, who will be in action in the fall, he will find a way to soak in every moment. But for me personally, I hold myself to a little bit of a higher standard. So this year, I don't really have any statistical goals, but I just, this is a personal goal for me is to leave everything on the field. You know, being senior year and, you know, you know seeing really that some things can change super quickly without even you know, you, you ever seeing it coming, I just want to make sure that I leave everything on the field, play my hardest, and just if I have to get carried off the field, that would be, you know, that would be ideal. That is all for our story covering some of the effects of the coronavirus on sports. Make sure to follow us on social media at WSU Sports on Instagram and Twitter, and make sure you stay safe and follow the proper guidelines so these athletes and coaches can still have the opportunity to complete their competition.